The World Show with Nikki B. Beautiful track. Nicola Conte is the name of the artist, but it's also a collaboration that you heard. And that's what makes it uh, so incredibly special. The Higher Love featuring Carolina Bubico, Magnus Lundgren and uh, Tommaso uh, Capelatov. It's, it's off Nicola Conte and Gianluca's Petraeus album, People Need People. But the song Higher Love also features somebody who's going to be in the city in two weeks time performing as part of the Paris New York Heritage Festival. Conscious rapper, MC DJ, an activist within his communities, an educator, Rashan Ahmed is going to be gracing our stores and he's going to be part. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we are now joined uh, by Sia, Sia Bonga. Uh, Sia Bonga Mtembu. We know Sia from The Brother Moves On, but we also know him from Mandaba Is and so many other things. Shabaka and the ancestors. Shabaka and the ancestors. Yeah. And my other brother, Muhammad Dauji, welcome back and always to the World Show, Mohammed. Yeah, thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, great to always. I feel like my family's in the house. <laughs> people need people. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, we are here to talk about this amazing project. And I was expecting him Tumzi, so I've like publicized him everywhere. We're sorry, he's yeah. busy out there in studio with a studio session that's gone a bit more over making more magic which you'll hear about in about six months time okay great well you know what Sia I wasn't expecting you because I thought you would not be able to make it so I'm pleased you're here anyway because you've been so much a part of this entire process one pothole later one change of tire on the highway later (laughs) are you being serious seriously what a night wow (laughs) well relax you're at home now and of course we're going to hear some of this amazing music but uh, talk Talking about it, and I've especially brought you here because, you know, just to give a little bit of background to the World Show family, the Paris New York Heritage Festival is happening on the 3rd, 4th and 5th of March. 5th of March being the big event happening at Conhill. And one of the things that is happening has been specially, specially put together for the festival. It's a moment in musical history is what I call it. And from the artists that are involved, I know it is going to be magical and you've got to be there. It's called the Freedom Song Project. Now, just to go back a little bit in time, you know, this project evolved. It had its own life. And somewhere in the early days, I was speaking to Sia and I was like, Sia, don't, don't, don't you want to be involved in this? Don't you want to, you know, help direct this, uh, this vision of Freedom Songs? Yeah. So it, it was, uh, June, June 2021, actually, when I first caught COVID the first time. I was. That's what makes you remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we did a Freedom Songs project at, uh, Morris Isaacson Center for Music, which, um, was back by Chobik City Theatres and Soweto Theatre and featured uh, Ipupulga Pico and Ayanda Zalegile working with the kids and myself doing workshops and a performance. So I omitted myself from the performance from the last one. And the second iteration is um, the second step of it in essence. So it will be The Brother Moves On yes. in essence collaborating with 
the many artists which we're going to speak about, of course. Well, you know, that was the amazing thing because this project actually happened. It wasn't like four intended, this is what we are going to do. Mm. Kind of evolved into that. And then when I started speaking to you, this will you said, no, well, hang on. I've been doing freedom songs. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what I've been doing. Yeah. And in fact, for this performance, we've also included some of the students. Yeah, for the students from the, from the Morris Isaacson Center for Music. So we've uh, involved 16 students. Uh, who are going to be coming through to perform with us and be the choir that um, Tunzi's been eagerly arranging for in the middle of the night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and getting yeah. very, like, beyond excited to do that. Yeah, getting those late night messages from Tunzi. You know, what do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> so we're keeping you up for the next two weeks until the festival happens. <laughs> hey, man, you know, we missed summertime in December. We're, <laughs> we're making up for it. The economy is up, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but now, when you did this project originally with the students, um, what was that project about and, 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 and how come the students were part of it? So, well, it evolved out of a Youth Day um, celebration and um, there was a need for making the students aware of the historical context of freedom songs. So at first, I, it's once again this thing of like it wasn't some sense of genius, but that um, the universe is working its own magic. The choice of Ipupo, I only realized the power of it when I realized that when they were teaching the kids about the 1976 tracks, that it was three generations going over three generations of protest actually engaging so it was the Fismas fall generation which is where Ipupo lie it was the 1976 generation and a new batch of kids nice. and when we started the the exchange the first question we asked the kids was like um, do you think there's anything worth protesting for and at the beginning the kids were like nah there's really nothing it's just yeah life is great yes and by the end they they got the gist of who was protesting in 76 that it was actually kids their age it wasn't university kids the fees must fall kids yes. are actually an, an age beyond in essence and what they were they were marching for that the kids started to speak up about their personal problems that they think they should march for so it was just you know an embodiment an embodiment of song becomes an embodiment of emotion of a time and that's what it created so with this one the move is not to look back in that embodiment but to speak of the personal politic and the freedom songs that we sing in our personal spaces so we engaged with all these artists to be like let's look at your discography and let's look at the work where you're personally speaking about your own freedom songs mm, yes. and these are the songs that we decided to engage with well, two things come up for me. One is Morris Isaacson as a school, because that was really in Morris Isaacson in Soweto. Of course, uh, the Center for Music is attached to the school. They both carry the name Morris Isaacson. But that was the school that really was the hub of the 76 riots. Well, I'm an East Rand kid, so I've got a yes. disclaimer there. <laughs> <laughs> My dad told me about that. Well, I also didn't go to school there. But, <laughs> but from what I know, historically, <laughs> uh, but that really was the, the school when we talk about the 76 riots that w school was at the heart of it and and I mean for me that becomes even more significant also the, I think another thing is we, we at times 
make struggle something of the past and something that's just stuck in apartheid. But um, that space, Jabulani, old Soweto, is um, a, a space where I think a lot of protest happens daily and based on the fact of the relation to electricity and basic services. So, we, you know, I think we got to make the South African struggle real to now because we're all not living happy middle class lives. Yeah, and this is what I was finding, especially during the pandemic. You spoke about the freedom songs. We have a legacy of, you called it, ours was a musical revolution, he says. But also, even if you look at toy toying, South Africans protest through music and sound and song and dance. And, and, and that really is the legacy we carry. But, but if you look at what was happening during the COVID times, I suddenly started to realize we have classic freedom songs. We have freedom songs that we've carried since apartheid days. But I started to notice that artists like Shamrock, like yourself, Asia, and Muhammad with the work that you do and others, these started look when, when I started looking at what people were sending me over the past two years. These were new freedom songs. These were songs talking about whether it be the current living circumstances or what people face in the country or what people are are, are, are speaking about internationally the, the, the struggle that we as humankind uh, have been facing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, protest is always evolving as it should because situations are always evolving. Um, and it's not a static thing. It moves. And I think most of the times we, we, as musicians, we're kind of just also catching up to it, you know, through the music catching up to what needs to be said. Yes. You know, even Cool Affair was here last week doing a mix and his all the albums he's done recently, each one, whether it's for Haiti or whether, you know, it doesn't matter which issue he's talking or the Black Lives Matter issue. And this is what he was saying. People are looking for, for content that actually is meaningful. Mm. Oh, you know, we need the healing as much as mm. our audience does. Mm. I think that's the bigger thing right now is um, we didn't exist as the gig economy was dead. Yeah. So we yeah. had to reestablish and rethink of the well, who we are and what we are philosophically and what this all really means. So we need the healing. It's it's it, yeah, it's great when people get it as well. But I don't think for a change, I think we stopped making for the being got. Yes. You know, and we made to somehow find some sense of healing in what was a psychosis. We were we were heavily lost, and we still we still are. <laughs> we still are. Yeah. We still are. And you know, as as you say, things like opened up, and then they went back down again. Mm. So it was even almost even worse because just as you thought it was going to get better, then suddenly we were under lockdown yeah, again. And we're the, apparently the privileged, so that's kind of heavy to think about what the artist on the ground must be dealing with yes. in this country right now and that's the thing about it it's just <laughs> I, I, we need we need that that like if there's psychologists out there like really like free psychology to the gig economy is something yes. that's in dire need right now you know? uh, absolutely absolutely on that note we've chosen well you and uh, the collective I don't know what uh, I don't know who actually made the choices but certain songs are going to be interpreted uh, as part of the Freedom Song Project on the 5th of March at Con Hill as part of Paris New York Heritage Festival and I'm going to start with one of them obviously you're going to interpret differently but this one comes off, off the project that uh, you were key to Indaba is and it's the Brother Moves on track Umtandazo Wam 
gang thank you <laughs> where's my glass of water <laughs> tell us about the songs here and why it's important that it's included we recorded in Dava is I think it was three months um, after like March 2020 so it was like the first time we were allowed out to be in studio together and this particular song was between The Brother Moves On and Tandin Duli and it meshed a number of songs one was uh, Tandin Duli's track um, what's the title of the song sorry sorry no. uh, um, on, on Daba is yeah, yeah. Um, no it's a it's a single of it's a single of Tandin Duli's The Offering uh, Umtandas yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right because <laughs> There's the second one, yeah. And then it makes that track with um, uh, TKZ's chorus, uh, so that the groove is prayer really in essence. And that, of course, is a take of Gosigelela uh, of Inoxontonga, our our national anthem in essence. But it's a it's a prayer to look after us when we're out there trying to get that dosh, you know, trying to do this gig economy thing uh, in the difficulty. And it's a call back to those who came before who've put that prayer in the eons before. So it's just an echoing of that prayer in essence. Thank you so much. On the World Show, check it out. You say it again, Sia. Thank you. The brother moves on. It's on the album and Dava is... Absolutely beautiful. The brother moves on. Umtandazo wamgenge. Wamakenge. Wamagenge. Yeah. Of the gangs. Of the gangs. Wamakenge. Wamagenge. You see, now you explained it. I've got it. Yeah. It's all in syllables. It's all the album in Dava is. It's all about the rhythm. Yeah. Well, now now you got to take yourself to the 5th of March and imagine Malcolm Tiani on keys for the score of the track, in essence, and Rashad throwing a verse on top of uh, and opening instead mm. of my voice in essence so that's the kind of things we'll be doing to these songs yes amazing yeah. absolutely amazing yeah. it's uh, you know when you sent the the track list of the songs that are going to make up the Freedom Songs project I actually it brought me to tears here I must tell you because I recognize most of the songs and it, it got my imagination going with all these beautiful artists that are performing there this is going to be something so incredibly special and something very personal like yeah. all the songs like like uh, I'll tell you for one from the first time as the brother moves on when we went to Bushfire Festival Boloja was the biggest artist yeah. that yes. was there and the two tracks that he plays have been songs that I used to play with my good friend Shawnee back in Kempton Park yes. so these aren't it's not it's it's not like something distant that we're doing it, it feels very personal and would be nice. These are people we've wanted to work with and people we have worked with with Msaki. Yes. And we love working with people um, who share the sort of same kindred, like soul belief that the music also has to have a use in yes. relation to the society. Yes, and a use, it could, it, could be, it could be a use of motivation, of inspiration. It could be a use of solace mm. and healing. It mm. could be a use of celebration. But the music is done with intention, yeah. Yeah. you know. And I think that's the beauty for me about this whole festival and the Freedom Songs Project is all the artists involved are artists that very, very 
very particularly and specifically spread a message through their music. The messages in the music. And what a beautiful selection. I don't know how you narrow down this track list. Did uh, you do it yourself? Between or me and Twinsy. Okay. It was a, a back and forth at... Uh, between 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. Now you know my job. Three, three, three straight days. Twinsy <laughs> <laughs> works in the he's morning. I work one yeah. in the I Like he's a night owl. I'm a morning sort of human being. So it was, it was, yeah, tedious three days. Well, as I said, now you know my job. Take 50 songs you absolutely love and try and make it seven. So, you know? Mm. So absolutely. But you speak about Bologna and I'm not sure whether you saw him perform solo or with a band when you first saw him many years I've ago. I've seen him three times over. So that's the thing yes. I've seen him alone I've seen him with a band I've seen him intimate he's an amazing artist but also it was you know it was a, an interesting thing that his message is so like subtly yes. political it's, yes. it's 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 not in your face chasing it but even now when we were doing the research of these tracks I had heard King Somsloa's Dream over and over again and I was like I've been in love with the song for so long I don't know what the song's about yes. so I went online and I started searching and finding out about King Somsloa's Dream and it's of the coming of the colonialist um, to Swaziland and you know the more you listen to the song the more it, it just it's intention it's it's meaning grows deeper and deeper and that's what Bologna has been as a big brother in this music scene is like we used to watch him and like look at him and be like if we can get that sincerity through in our music mm. yes. we've gotten somewhere mm. yes. and he's held that point you know yes absolutely and that's the thing when Bologna performs when you see him perform with a solo or with a band mm. or mm. in collaboration he touches like uh, yo he's got he touches something in your soul most definitely to the mm. point where um, we're, we're actually going to bring a collab with him and uh, our our guitar genius um, Zwash so Riza Riza uh, got his gonna play most of the gig but Zwash particularly asked he was like look I know I'm not playing this gig <laughs> can I play with Bologna can, oh, I, uh, can I come and plug in my guitar for a track with Bologna like definitely it makes yes. total sense yeah. yes yeah. what you waiting for yeah, exactly. yes yeah. and not only that but I also had this vision of imagine one stage one show one project with Bologna and Msaki oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Vo- voices of our time you know yeah, like and generationally like Jason's as well um, leaning on each other and such I mean when you hear those voices they're so distinctive they hold such a space you know Um, and I think they're like yeah, they anchor, they anchor our time. So to have them together on the same stage is going to be something else. To have all of you on the same <laughs> stage. Moment in musical history. This mm. is truly legacy. This is heritage. And this is magicianship. <laughs> uh, I never forget when my son was very, very small. And, I, um, you know, he would call musicians magicians. And I would say it's the same thing. Mm. Especially when you're dealing with the likes of you guys. <laughs> Jasmine has fights. Uh, owner of Love and Revolution used to say that a whole lot. She used to yes. call it magic. Yes. And it, it is it is that. You know, when it catches you, we forget it's worth, even as musicians, we get jaded about yes. it a lot. But the magic of being on stage and sharing something with people is something that this period behind closed doors has made us really value. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait. Let's hear it from Bologna, King Somklolo's dream. It's off Bologna's first solo album called Swazi Soul. And thanks, yeah, this has also always been one of my right. favorites. Yeah, I used to play it with me when I was at home in Kempton Park. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to be part of the Paris New York Heritage Festival happening on from the 3rd to the 5th of March. Uh, on the 4th, by the way, there are very, very interesting speakers. The talks I'm going to be posting on social media this week, and that is a free, it's absolutely free. All you have to do is register online. Look out for it on all social media. The conversations, I prefer to call them because I want it to be a two-way thing or an exchange that happens. There's some amazing people that's happening on Friday, uh, the 4th at Constitution Hill. And then on Saturday, the 5th is the main event. What an amazing lineup. Nine How absolutely beautiful Bologna of his first uh, solo album, Swazi Soul. He's now up to Swazi Soul 3. And every single song on all three of the albums is a gem. This one, a King Somklolo's Dream. As uh, Sia just explained, very loaded me. I mean, Bologna reminds me a lot of like, you know, in the tradition of your Oliver Mitukudzis, your Puzukimisis, because they sing songs which seem like have a simple message but are loaded with double meaning you no, know a lot of our a lot of like our music is that so like if you you look at Stimela uh, Di Pororo they're all songs that come across as like oh my god this is so pretty but mm. the underlying story yes. is quite a mm. very painful and savage yes. one and in yeah. fact I think that was a lot of the Last Brother Moves On album as well was actually recognizing that in the way in the song selection that you did most definitely it's like it, in paying homage you know you have to you're paying homage to the same roots that that emotional intention comes from as well yes. so yeah. it's, it's, it's it's in that relation as well where, where it can come off as happy but most of the time it's it's a personal politic going actually what's really going on yes yeah. but isn't that something that we're very good at as South Africans has been able to laugh or see the irony of things that can be quite harsh yeah. and it's 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 also part of our saving grace it's what saves us a lot of the time yeah I, my drama lecturer Andrew Buckland from professor used to say like the clown is one of the most powerful characters in the court mm. because um, the clown opens us up to our pains by laughing at him but we're able to at least talk about them absolutely so and it's in that we must really realize that the whole point is not to make it seem like these issues aren't really serious it's to be able to actually engage and access them and yes. that's the beauty of tracks in Ama Piano tracks that mm. Ama Piano writing is the power in most of those tracks is a highly political tracks but taken from a very personal politic yes yeah. yes and I suppose this is also the essence of what we're looking forward to with this project I just want to divert for a moment Mohammed. you know when I met you I met you around you came I first met you on the world show actually yeah but what was it around again it was around a performance you were doing or was it an award what was it you came here first as Muhammad Dauji. Uh, 
we were having a conversation that time with uh, Bratlale Makene. Yes. And it was around the concerts that said digital mobility. That's what it was about, yes. And and I met you as a solo artist, Muhammad Dalji. Yeah. And then subsequently you've come on the world show as part of Brother Moves On. And excuse me, Sia, I'm just going to turn away from you for a minute. (laughs) But I wanted to ask you about, you know, coming from this really strong jazz background and now you you've become more and more involved in your work as one of the brothers Mm. in brother moves on Mm. what has it been like for you working with uh this band slash collective yeah i mean it's been incredible (laughs) i mean you guys were embarrassed just like two weeks ago (laughs) Um. turn your turn your your angle slightly away from it yeah man it's been a liberating experience i must say i I think my my journey with the brother has opened me up to so many parts of my my um my life with music that I I closed off because I wanted to be a jazz musician <laughs> you know it's like becoming a jazz musician is some kind of path that you need to like a sacred path and you must now cull um musicality from from your yourself and focus on this very narrow um stream and and being with the brother just I kept having these flashbacks to so many musical experiences I had as a child, whether that was playing with my sister in a band when we were in high school or um, the time when I took a hiatus and played bass for three years um, and, you know, jammed with anybody I could find um, in all kinds of setups. And I think it's it's been um, it's been really refreshing as well. I mean, we do a jam session at... Uh, at um, Hal's Kitchen called that Tuesday Funk. It's the last Tuesday every month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last yeah, Tuesday every month. Up, yeah. and, and it's like, I mean, nothing is rehearsed, nothing is uh, prepared. We just come together and there's like really nice, uh, a really nice crew of, of regulars like Jonse uh, Magene, Tumi Mokorosi comes through sometimes, uh, Cats from the Brother, uh, Ayanda and Zalikele and uh, Simpiva Shabalala holding it down in the rhythm section. Just that idea that the process of making music and of, of being together is actually more valuable and more integral than anything one can learn from books. And so I've, I've, I still value books and I still value um, theory and I'm, I'm still quite a dedicated practicer but for me the 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 practice of being on stage has become more meaningful and more real yeah and that's amazing because you can still like i suppose see any of you you can still work uh, in, in, in a purest jazz form if you, if you chose. It's not to say that side of you's gone mm. but I suppose it's what you're saying this has also opened up a whole nother dimension. Yeah, it's an, it's an, awakening. It's uh, an awakening. Isn't that beautiful to hear, Sia? It's One weird. of the original <laughs> brothers. It's really weird. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to play one more song from one of the artists collaborating as part of the Paris New York Heritage Festival. But before I play the song, because we're ending off now, the theme of this year, I did our Shamrock earlier, the theme of this year's festival, every year the festival has a theme, is human unity. What do you see your role as artists within this broader general theme in the world today? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a provocative theme, human unity, and both of those words, for me, um, stir up more questions than any answers. So if we start with human, you know, the idea of human, the category of human, and um, this word that we take for granted, I think for me, humanity is about stories, you know, and the stories we bring to each other and the stories we tell each other. And I think it's time that we, we acknowledge and um, listen more to uh, other ways of being human um, and investigate those. So those are both questions. And, and unity also is also a question, you know, because it's a word that is can be very overused and can be taken for granted. So I think for me, thematically, rather than taking human unity and saying this is a presentation of it, it's rather an interrogation of it. I love mm. what you said. Thank you, Mohammed. Anything you want to add to that, Sia? That was deep. That's so deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and eloquent. And eloquent. So eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> you called me you called me here, you know? <laughs> you can come anytime. Come to the world show. <laughs> yeah, I think when mom had said it, uh, to come full circle, people need people, man. It's it's um the weirdest thing that artists have been reduced to by this pandemic is the idea that we're people. And I think we should come from that point of weakness becoming our point of strength in that um, when we acknowledge how vulnerable we are and we give in and then allow that this becomes a source of speaking of that vulnerability in the first person it means people's voices then are given voice by what we do so Saul Williams has an amazing track now out about that we're hand to mouth human beings and I was was listening to it with a friend and I was like why don't we sing like that why don't we sing about very practical issues in our life. Well, you do. Well, that's the thing. You it's, do. Getting closer, see, see, you getting, do. Close, getting closer you and closer, Nikki. Getting yeah. closer and closer. <laughs> <laughs> getting closer and closer, but it could be a lot more literal, you know, and that's, yeah. I, 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 that's I keep giving a shout out to my, my epiphany in December was piano, piano. Like, the, the piano guys, when they come through and they rap, they're, they're, they're there, Nikki. That's you know, the authentic still, thing. Yeah, we're still fighting for that jazz yeah. purity thing. We need to throw that out the window and speak from the heart a lot of times because that's true jazz, you know, at the end of the day. Absolutely. And what a better way to end this feature than with Fetch Your Life. And this song is also going to be interpreted by The Freedom Project. As I said to you, this song has helped me get through the last few months as well. Just the way Masaki sings, all is well, Mm. well, well. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on The World Show. Muhammad Dauji, Sia Bonga Mtembu, Catch the Freedom Song Project live at the Paris New York Heritage Festival on the 5th of March. Yes, please yeah. don't miss Malcolm Tiani, Khonsi Machene, Riza Kota, Rashan Ahmad, Msaki, Poloja, yeah. and Mohammed Obi. <laughs> <laughs> and the beautiful students from Morris yeah. Isaacson. <laughs> Colin, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.